and their hair would like blow with the wind, but then it would like come back. And I was like, wow, that's so awesome. And my hair would blow with the wind and then it would just like stay up. What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I'm your host, Trina, and you are listening to Let's Just Enjoy This. Today's episode, guys, is going to be a little bit different. Uh, There's no guest here. Just me today. And that's fine. Uh, it's going to be something something fun. And I wanted to talk about this, but I kind of want to just talk about it by myself because um, I just have a lot to say. <laughs> and so instead of me asking questions and listening to a story today, you guys should get to listen to me. How exciting is that? I know. Okay. So today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about the sense of belonging. It is November currently, and it's the month of thankfulness, you know? And I want to talk about the different things I've gone through in life that uh, have made me feel like I did and did not belong. What does that mean? I know. Let's dive in. First, since I'm by myself, we'll we'll just cheers with you guys. So cheers. You can see the steam coming off of my fresh coffee that I made for my wife, but she didn't take to work today. How rude. What is that? Guys, sidebar, uh, my favorite coffee right now is a coffee, obviously, you know, eight to 10 ounces. And then I take um, some almond, soy cream, sweet cream type type stuff. And then I throw like a big old whopping whip on top of that. And then I put a little bit of cinnamon on it. Perfect. It's... I know, I don't drink black coffee. One day. One day I will get there. Whatever. Anyways, so this episode. Yes, so I want to kind of dive back to my childhood because that's kind of where it all started. And then we'll just progress. Aren't you so excited? I know, I am too. So um, growing up, guys, I uh, was always different, you know? I mean, obviously I'm still different. We're all different, aren't we? In our own ways. Um, But I just wanted to like fit in and... I just never really did and it was kind of a big deal you know um so starting out back in back in school grade school i went to a predominantly predominantly white school i didn't really think much of it as a kid i don't think i mean i knew i was different and i was like why am i darker than most people here but i didn't really understand it i had to ask my mom and apparently she had to tell me you're half black and I was like what does that mean (laughs) like I knew my dad was black he was there but I didn't I don't know I was a weird kid I guess guys and I didn't I didn't make I didn't understand it clearly I didn't understand it in grade school I was just like I'm darker than them and they have better hair than me like why does my hair not do what their hair does I didn't get it so like their hair the wind would blow and their hair would like blow with the wind but then it would like come back And I was like, wow, that's so awesome. And my hair would blow with the wind and then it would just like stay up. And I was like, why doesn't mine come back down? Like I want my hair to come back down when the wind blows. And I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but when you're a kid and you're playing at recess and stuff and like your hair just doesn't ever come back down, it's like really embarrassing. (laughs) You're just like, I need you to comprehend. I need you to cooperate with me. And it just doesn't my hair was it had a mind of its own and back then guys the straighteners that we had it was like the 
the three inch straightener. It wasn't like the little one inch, half inches you can get now. It was like the big guy. And I didn't know like you need to take small chunks of your hair and straighten at once. And you also need to put like oil in it or, you know, spray or something. Like I didn't know how to do my hair. No idea. So it was always in a ponytail, obviously. But if I was like, oh, I want to wear my hair down or something, it, it didn't work. Or I don't know why, but I had bangs. I think it was because like low key, I wanted a bowl cut because all the boys had bowl cuts. So I had my mom like cut my bangs in the front and then like kind of on the side. So I had like a half bowl cut, but then like a ponytail in the back. But from the front front, it like looked kind of like a bowl cut. And I was like, ha, this is, this will work. But when the wind blew, guys, that shit just wouldn't come back down, you know? And it sucked. Sorry, I didn't mean to dive in on hair that long, but it was a big deal and I wanted my hair to be like theirs. And then also every now and then they would tease me and they would like come up behind me and like push it up and laugh because it like didn't go back down. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. It like goes up and it doesn't come down. Um, and that's okay. I'm not mad at them, you know? It was just like a game and I don't know. Apparently I was in it and I didn't want to be in it. The other thing, I am left-handed, but I'm not left-handed, right? I'm like ambidextrous, but not like full-blown ambidextrous. Like I don't feel confident when I say, yeah, I'm ambidextrous. Cause then people think like, oh, you can do like everything with both. And it's like, not really, let me explain. Um, so I write left-handed. So they would put me in the left-handed desk and then they would assume, well, you write left-handed, so you are left-handed. So here is your left-handed scissors. And then in sports, here's your left-handed glove for baseball and you know you're gonna bat on the left side and all the things that they make left-handers do it was like no 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 here's the thing I throw with my right hand so I can't wear that glove because now I can't throw right and then the scissors it was like we got these like ugly please tell me left-handers or anyone or, or teachers or anyone else do you remember the scissors that they would give left-handers it was like cheap shears for hair but like scissors you know like here give them lefties these guys they'll be fine and it's like I don't want those. I want the cool, like half blue, half white, you know, fun plasticky scissors with the like tiny little piece of metal on the, on the scissor part. You know what I mean? But instead I get these like ugly metal scissors and then the left-handed desk, I swear was all the way in the, like the back corner. So I'm always sitting all the way in the back in the corner. That's probably why I didn't learn very well. I'm just kidding. Kind of, but I was in this like left-handed desk and it was like just the left part had desk and like. I don't really know what happened on the right part, but I know you guys know what I'm talking about, right? I know they don't have those anymore. I don't think. I think it's like a, a flat surface now for kids. Thank goodness. But um, yeah, I had like this desk where it was like on the predominantly left side of my body, but I don't write like with the my arm in front of me. I, for some reason, I turn the paper 90 degrees to the right and I write with my arm like coming towards me. I don't know why I do that, but I do, and I write good like that, decently decently well, and then um, I would always, like, practice writing with my right hand because I'm like, I can't live like this. I can't be, like, the only left-hander in school. This is horrible, so I would always practice writing with my right hand so that one day I can be like, oh, no, I'm right-handed, yeah, <laughs> but I never got there, but I am, guys. I am decently great decently great is that a thing I'm decently great at writing with my right hand because I can like I can write fast it's just not beautiful like it still feels weird doing circles and and stuff like that you know but anyways so we got uh left-handedness we got 
the half black don't know how to fit in type type of thing and then then guys obviously I'm a tomboy grew up grew up tomboy but then it's like oh shoot I think I'm gay Mm, that's exciting you know how do we tackle that but I just didn't understand it I didn't understand it um it was so confusing we're not going to dive into that because that's a whole episode in itself but I just want to talk about the overall just being in a world with a bunch of straight people that are probably mostly white was very hard um middle school high school high school is when it really happened when I really realized that I was actually gay and not just like you know fantasizing I guess about it and like pretending that I like boys and stuff one of my friends she actually put it to me really well because I was like I'm bisexual right I don't know guys are guys are cute guys are attractive and she was like you don't want to be with the guy you just kind of like their style like you want to look like that and I was like damn is that what I am it's like I just want to look like they look and I was like maybe that's right but I don't I never really wanted to be a guy I just always wore guys clothes um I actually had this conversation with my barber not too long ago and she said one of her friends is a lesbian and she kind of she has like a buzz cut like completely like you know bald or not bald but buzz cut shaved head I don't know guys and um she thought that or she was talking to her about um being gay and but she was basically saying like the girl was saying that her biggest insecurity is people thinking that she's a guy and I was like oh my gosh I think that's mine too because it's not necessarily about me I don't think I think it's about the discomfort that I put on others and it really impacts me um for example (laughs) if I'm somewhere and um let's talk let's talk about bathrooms because this is a big one for me and I can't stand going in public bathrooms oh my gosh I'm all about that single star lifestyle I don't like going in public bathrooms it's just really uncomfortable for me and it I feel like it's uncomfortable for people so for example I'll go in a public bathroom and someone will be in there say washing their hands and they see me come in and they see me in the mirror it's 99.7 percent of the time I get like a double or triple take and it's not like a oh hi there's a human in here it's like oh oh there's a guy in the girl's bathroom oh wait maybe not uh, is that a guy or a girl that's the look and the feeling that I get that just like overwhelms my entire being and I'm like (laughs) every time I walk in I'm like please nobody be in here please nobody be in here and I can't stand it I hate that feeling um sometimes it doesn't happen obviously sometimes people are just very nice and very friendly and like hi or they just don't say anything but sometimes they do or not do but they give me the look you know um the only ones that actually say something I feel like are little kids it could be a little boy or a little girl in the bathroom with their mom and they're like mommy is that a boy or a girl (laughs) and it's just so uncomfortable for me not because they think that about me but because like now their mom is like honey stop it that's a girl or or just they don't answer you know they just stop I don't know um another example also bathroom I was in Scottsdale Snotsdale we won't get into that I was in Scottsdale um the few months ago and we were at the airport hung over y'all and I was leaving the bathroom and I had on big baggy sweatpants and um I don't know a shirt jacket hoodie probably because I was getting on a plane and I like to be warm on a plane and not cold and I'm walking out of the bathroom and I'm in like the hallway this long hallway at the airport right and these this lady's walking towards me and then another one is behind her they don't know each other and the one lady closest to me sees me 
and then turns around to look for the bathroom sign to see like oh shit i'm going in the men's bathroom and then she was like oh never mind this is women's and then the lady behind her said ha i was just thinking the same thing like am i going in the wrong bathroom which i know they didn't mean any offense to me and they weren't talking to me but it that feeling that i fear it just happened again and it's just so uncomfortable and i don't even think they realized that I know what they meant. Like, I know exactly why they looked back. I know why they felt that way. And it's just so uncomfortable. And I I get that just like in general life. I just am always looked at, you know, people just look at me. And I actually, one of my friends actually said like, isn't that what you're going for? Like, you want to look like a guy? And it's like, I don't. I really don't. I want to look like me. Honestly, I want to look like me. But I know I dress different and I act different and I mean guys honestly when I was a kid there's pictures and videos of me in a dress and it's not right it doesn't look right I just am not I am not the physique I don't know I can't I don't walk like a girl I don't my freaking voice is deep like come on like I don't know it's weird it's weird and I don't understand it but these are the cards I've been given this is my sense of not belonging in certain situations. I think the world is changing, obviously, and things are getting better. Um, and I'm adapting. But overall, like these these are the biggest impacts on my life where I don't feel like I belong. But overall, I am still very happy, and I thank God for that. Um, thank you. He has made me happy. I am a happy person, and luckily this stuff didn't put me in like severe depression or something because it's a big deal like feeling like you don't belong it, it just sucks you know um and so many people go through that in different situations and and these are my you know little pieces of snippets which we could go so much deeper into but I don't I don't want to today um I just wanted to say like I'm so thankful for my happiness and I'm so thankful for the love and support of the people around me um like my wife my beautiful wife she guys I was like when we met and you know found out we liked each other and all that and kind of were like dating I was like terrified to meet her family because well I'm a girl and I'm half black and we at the time lived in Nebraska and no offense Nebraska there's a lot of brown people, but it is not comfortable. I did not feel comfortable in that state living the life that I lived. If I wore a hat and I was going into a store, I would take it off because I don't want the extra looks. I don't want that feeling of one, is that a guy or a girl or are they going to steal or something? I don't know. I don't know what the feeling was. I just didn't feel comfortable like shopping around at most stores some stores I I think they got to know me so they were like oh it's her she likes to buy stuff here it's fine but um I don't know Nebraska is just different I'm not saying it's like a racist state but I just or a, a against gays or anything I just where I was at I didn't feel extremely comfortable um, with my family I did obviously my mom is fantastic and she supported me from day one that she found out and she raised me well and my dad he I don't really think he cared he maybe he cared but I don't really think he cared and and my my cousins and all I mean like it's 
it was fine. Everyone in my family was great. And so I didn't have that issue. And I know some people, they completely lost touch with their family. And that is extremely unfortunate. But I was terrified that something like that would happen um, with Madison. And it didn't, guys. I mean, it didn't. And their her family's from a small town. And it was fine. Everything was fine. And I was terrified. Because I think that um, older people, older white people especially, I think they don't understand my breed if you will because um I've met a lot of older older white people that didn't really understand the mixed like mixed racial dating and they didn't they just didn't really know that many black people so they just didn't know you know and so I stuck out like a sore thumb like what is this mutt <laughs> they didn't say that but um I remember one of my friends his grandma she just didn't know guys you know and she made a comment like wow they're getting better like you know like biracial people are getting better or black people are I don't know what she meant but she made some comment and I was just like what and then uh one time we were at Perkins in Nebraska shout out Perkins that's a really good spot when you're uh hungover (laughs) I used to work there back in the day um but we were at Perkins and we were leaving and it was a group of friends. There was like, I don't know, five or six of us. And we were leaving Perkins and an older guy and his wife were coming in. So I was like, I'm going to hold the door for them because why wouldn't you? That's what you do. Hold people's doors, guys. It's not a question. Just do it. It takes three seconds. But I'm holding the door for them. And then they come in and he turns around and he was like, I'm so glad that you you guys found work or your people found work or something something along the lines of like I'm employed and I'm brown and that's like a like good for you type of thing and I was like wait what did he and I laughed about it and my friends laughed but it was like that was really kind of rude like why did you think that you know I mean it's just I don't take offense in that sense because it's just because they just don't know they don't know better and it's not their fault. I mean, maybe it's their fault. I don't know. Just, that's just the card I was dealt and that's how I handled it. Let me just take a cheers because I'm, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so all that was going down in my childhood and I uh, felt out of place in a lot of situations, but it, it worked out. I um, had love at home and I felt comfortable with my family and my dad is all left-handed um which is crazy but he wasn't I don't remember like us having conversations like it's okay you're left-handed I do remember my younger brother he thought it was like really cool that my dad and I were both left-handed so he would try to be left-handed which is wild to me that he went the opposite route he was like I want to be like them and I was like I want to be like the rest of the kids in school I want to fit in and I never fit in. In college, I fit in because I went to a small uh, a small college in Nebraska, Southeast Community College, shout out Storm. <laughs> and I played basketball and volleyball there. Um, and we had like a great recruiting system and we got kids from all over the world, kind of. And there was a lot of brown kids and uh, a good amount of gay kids. Well, I wasn't the only one. There was like another one. <laughs> we were like besties. Um, and that, and college was good. College was good. I felt 
more confident in college. I learned better in college because I felt more confident. I'm, I'm sure I didn't really think about that until just now, but that makes sense. You know, that makes sense that I would be confident now because <laughs> I was in an environment that I felt comfortable and confident in. And I was obviously on the basketball team and the volleyball team. So I felt like a little bit famous because it's a small school. So they're like, oh, she's on the basketball team. She's cool. Um, that was a good feeling. <laughs> I'm famous, y'all, in Beatrice. Beatrice, Nebraska. That's silly. What about applying for a job? Oh, man, the application. Like, it's not as bad anymore. But back in the day, it was like you had to select one you had one option to select like your race and it was it was like okay i'm 50% of two races and there's no box for that and you have to select one and if i select white then by the government i'm that's a lie because if you think about it your driver's license you have to select one and you have to i have to put black even though i'm only half you know i'm only 50% i'm 50% black and 50% white. I'm not 49.51. So it's kind of kind of funny like Hanks in here. It's kind of funny. It's like who who decided that if something is darker then that that's the superior, you know, like okay, so if that person is black, 50%, 20%, 30%, any part black, they have to put black. They can't put white. I know I never understood that. I still don't understand it. And I'm pretty sure it's still that way. I'm pretty sure there's only one option. There isn't a two or more or anything. But on job applications, they've gotten a lot better to where there's actually, you know, you can put two or more or you can pick other or something. Um, and sometimes I would put other because I can't put white and I'm not black. So I don't feel like I should put black because I'm only half, you know. Um, so either way, I'm a lie. I'm, I'm lying either way. They're, they're not going to know who they're getting in there. <laughs> but then there's also like the other. So sometimes I'd put other if that was the only other option. And then it's like, I used to think that they would review that before my interview. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe they'll interview me because they're like other. What is that? We got to see what that's about. But then also you got like the equal opportunity, you know? So it's like, okay, is this a benefit or is this a down, like a, a negative? Like, are they only interviewing me because I'm black or other or two or more? Or are they interviewing me because my resume is dope? My resume was not dope back in the day. It was okay. It was okay. It's gotten a lot better. But it's it's just kind of funny to look, to look back at the progressions and just feeling like I belong in this company. You know, like you only have one option. You don't have an option for me. So I guess I, I can't work here because I don't belong anywhere on your list of, of options. So what am I supposed to do, you know? I want to belong. I want to feel like there's a spot for me at this job and I can make an impact. And here I am. Here's my race. There's a box for me. I exist. And I, they have that now. So, I mean, I'm just talking about in the past, guys. Okay? Chill. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, so I wanted to make this a short podcast, but I just want to say everyone has a story and everyone is unique in their own way and it's 
so easy for us to judge people, especially with social media. Social media is huge right now. And it's so easy to look at a video or a message or words and just like judge someone hard. Like, oh, you got poor grammar. I said, you got poor grammar. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, you have poor grammar. You dress weird. Your hair is gross. I don't know. Just people are mean. And I think people forget to think about how someone came up because your past is huge. If you think about, I was actually thinking about this um, not too long ago because one of my uh, wife's coworkers slash best friends, her name is Julie. Hey, Julie. Um, and I was thinking about Julie because Julie is awesome and she's a great person. But when you meet one person and like you meet them at one point in life, like say like they're 20 or 25 or something, and you meet them at that point, you don't know anything about their past unless they tell you or like I don't know you go creep on their Facebook all the way back till it it can start but that I mean how long has Facebook been out you know and I was just thinking like where did you go to school like what was your childhood like like what kind of jobs did you have before you got in the career of being a hairstylist like it's it's just crazy that you can be friends with someone and like talk to someone hang out with someone for like a year two years and just not know these things like it, it kind of is mind blowing. Like my wife, I've been with her almost six years and that's, I have six years of knowledge of her, six. Anything before that is like a picture, a video or something she said or something her family said and that's it. That's all I know about this person. That's wild. Like I'm going to spend my life with you and I have six years of data on you and like that's it. You guys ever think about that? <laughs> that's wild, right? I have six years of data on you. Like I know me for as long as I've existed, but I don't really know you, but I'm choosing to go with my gut and be with you for the rest of my life. Like that's crazy that people do that, right? We do that. I mean, obviously that's how life works. You, you find someone you, that you know for a point in time and you're like, that's enough for me. I'm ready. I will be with you forever. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, it's just crazy. But yeah, I I was thinking about that with Julie and I was like, damn, where did you go to school? Like, what did you, what did you, how was school like, you know? Like, the, were, were you a mean girl? Were you bullied? Were you in the band? Did you play sports? Like, I don't know these things about so many people. It's weird, right? Like, that's weird. Like, coworkers, you meet a coworker and you're like, wow, they're really cool. They're really good at their job. And you don't realize like, Oh, you actually learned this on YouTube. Oh, you went to college for 10 years. Like, oh, you have five kids and you went to school while you had the kids. And I don't know. It's just it's just crazy to think about how people got to where they got and that you just get a piece of them. You just get a piece of this of a person and you just evaluate your thoughts on who they are based on that moment in time that you met them. And then it kind of, you know, expands the longer you know them, but crazy. That's why they say first impressions are a big deal because I don't know your past. All I know is you right now in this exact moment. If you're an angry right now, I'm going to think you're an angry person. If you're happy, I'm going to think you're a happy person. If you've got good energy, I'm going to assume you always have good energy and not just me. That's just what we do as people. Like we just immediately put a, put a category on someone and you're like, you are this forever right? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm going off too far. I didn't want to do all that. Um, but I do want to end on, I just watched a movie called 
it was actually recommended by Julie. Um, it was called About Time, I think. And I won't tell you the movie. Just watch it. It's really good. But basically, the men in the family can travel back in time. Not forward, but just back. And the dad is giving the son advice on how to use it for good and all this stuff. And the dad says he lives every day. And then he goes back and lives it again. But this time, he chooses happiness. He chooses to enjoy that day and the son started doing that and you he, he would go through the day and it would have a bad day and he'd get angry at work and something bad would happen and the kid would spill something and he would get annoyed or something and then I kind of made all that up it's not in the movie but it's basically what he's doing <laughs> and then he would relive that day and he would be okay when the kid spills and he would figure out a way to make it work at work and be happy and like just choose joy and then he was like okay I took my dad's opinion but I took it a step further he was like instead of going back in time I don't travel in time and I just choose to live every day like it is my last day and I was like that is brilliant I want to choose joy every day and I want to live happy every day and let me tell you the struggle right now it is November 2021 guys and this time change is I don't know what happened, but it's like it went back five hours instead of one or something. But it gets dark by 5.30 p.m. I hate that. But then it's just like the energy. I just have no energy. I'm ready for bed by 8 and I don't understand it. So I'm just like fighting. I'm listening to motivational music and motivational YouTube videos that, you know, where they curate these like motivational speeches from all these people. And you're like, yes, I'm going to do that. And then I get like spurts of motivation and I'm like, okay, now I'm determined I can do this. And it's, it's a struggle, but I'm getting there and I've seen a lot of people post the same thing. I don't know what happened 2021 November time change, but shit got weird and we're all fighting through it, but it's okay. We'll get there. Right guys, we will get there. Um, anyways, guys, choose joy today, choose joy every day and live a happy life because you get one chance one chance and you don't want to waste one day because you just don't know what will happen some you might lose someone the next day or you might lose a limb or something just be joyful and choose choose happiness and be kind okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get out of here now all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you made it to the end. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. Um, and we will see you next time. Peace.